The South Korea-U.S. alliance witnessed dynamic geopolitical changes over the past seven decades, but it still remained solid, remaining the linchpin of peace and security in the Asia-Pacific region. But the very purpose and effectiveness of the alliance as a post-Cold War tool for achieving security aims are increasingly being questioned. Is it effective after all this time? On today's Zoom In segment, we want to take a closer look at the past, the present, and the future of the defense partnership between Seoul and Washington, marking the 70th anniversary. Professor Min Jong-un at the Korean National Diplomatic Academy joins us via Zoom. Good morning, Professor Min. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for joining us and happy Friday to you. Uh, Professor Min, can we perhaps start out with a little bit of history lesson behind the alliance for our listeners who may be not so well versed in Korean history? Could you first explain when and why the alliance was formed? Yes, the South Korea-U.S. alliance was formed in 1953 and uh, it was officially, officially established through the mutual defense treaty between the Republic of Korea and the United States of America, which was signed in October 1st, 1953. Um, as you know, North Korea invaded South Korea in June 1950, and the Korean War lasted about three years, and it was over in 1953. But at the time, South Korea did not have enough military capabilities to protect itself from military attacks from North Korea and uh, was concerned about its security from potential military threats and attacks from the North in the future. So South Korean government requested the United States to have a security treaty and a formal alliance as a way of securing its security in the Korean Peninsula. Meanwhile, U.S. recognized the, the strategic importance of South Korea to prevent the Soviet Union from spreading over its influence over the Korean Peninsula and the East Asia in the beginning of the Cold War. As a result, the, the, the two countries, the South Korea and the United States, agreed to form the alliance through the Mutual Defense Free, uh, Treaty in 1953. And as we've pointed out, uh, seven decades since that alliance, a lot has happened. And uh, to ask you to pinpoint the most prominent changes and significant events, we understand that it's a challenge. But uh, can you help us at least better understand some of the biggest and most prominent events since that alliance was, was formed, uh, taking note and regarding the alliance, which survived actually probably the most rapidly evolving regional security dynamic since the 1950s? Yes, yeah, so many events uh, that took place because the, it went through about the 70 years. But the, uh, the, the, the RK-US alliance or the South Korea-US alliance began as a military and security alliance back in the 1950s. And the main purpose of the alliance was to protect South Korea from military threats posed by the North Korea. But, and, but uh, as time went, uh, time went by, South Korea achieved rapid academic growth from the 1970s and became one of the four tigers in East Asia. And based on the economic growth of South Korea, U.S. requested South Korea to take the burden sharing for, uh, for its military presented in South Korea in the 1990s. Mm. And uh, since 2008, based on the uh, economic growth of South Korea, and the changing strategic consideration of the United States, 
the ROK-US alliance has been transformed as the comprehensive strategic alliance, which means that the alliance has got more various issues to deal with and the larger areas to cover to contribute itself uh, to achieving the, the world peace and the prosperity. So now it covers various agendas, including security and military, economy, mm -hmm. technology, energy, and human exchange. So it's expanded clearly in the decades of existence. But uh, as you've pointed out, the primary purpose of the alliance was, of course, designed to initially protect South Korea from North Korean threats. Given the increasing focus on uh, modernizing weapons in North Korea and its missiles development program, of course, some are raising questions about the alliance's effectiveness, maybe not so much on the expansion, but that original intention. Some are even calling it an outdated Cold War II. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I the personal respect the various the thoughts and opinions about the uh, the effectiveness of the RK US alliance, but the personally I don't agree that the the alliance has been outdated since the, the since the end of the Cold War, because as I mentioned a moment ago, um, the alliance has been transformed mm. uh, considering the, the changing situations around the Korean Peninsula and the international relations in the world. And uh, uh, it's it's a very the, the, the sorry to hear that the North Korea it just has been focused on the improving its military capabilities, although the its people has been suffered from the serious the economic difficulties. Mm. But the, the, I can the, uh, I need to uh, say that the, the, the alliance is the, has been the, the cornerstone or the, the, the form the basis uh, to protect the South Korea from North Korea's military threats. And uh, it also, the, the, the alliance has been also functioned as a very important the security the, the, uh, establishment, establishment to, to, to protect the, the, and the cover the, the security situations or the, the uh, security, the other uh, stability mm -hmm. uh, in East Asia and in the Pacific region. So the the, the alliance has been the uh, changing, considering the uh, changing situations covering the, uh, the Korean Peninsula and East Asia and the Indo-Pacific re region nowadays. So uh, the the alliance has been functioned as one of the very important the security the uh, the, uh, the mechanism. Uh, for the original security. Uh, in fact, Professor Min, I do think majority of South Koreans do share your view and they would agree that the alliance is what kept South Korea safe from North Korea uh, and it still remains a crucial tool for the country's security. But of course, as you've said, there are many opinions out there and it's worth taking a look at them. Some extremists point out uh, that there needs to be a withdrawal of U.S. troops from the Korean Peninsula to achieve peaceful and independent reunification of the two Koreas. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the, um, if some people the, the just focused on the, uh, the achieving the peaceful and independent reunification of the two Koreas, they can make that kind of the other extreme the other argument, but I don't agree personally about that because, as we talked a moment ago, the North Korea has been focused on the uh, improving uh, the its uh, the military the capabilities and the main target of the such kind of military, uh, the capabilities and the improvement, is the the South Korea. 
So the the we also needed to think we also needed to think about the yeah, why North Korea has been focused on the yeah, enhancing its military capabilities. So the yeah, the um the South Korea needed to have the enough military capabilities to deal with such kind of the North Korea's military threats. Mm -hmm. And the yeah, the the main tool of the so securing the South Korea security from the uh, North Korea North Korea's the yeah, the military threat is the RKUS alliance. That's the reality. Mm. So the, we need to we need to consider the huge gaps between the uh, the reality the, and the ideal or the dream that we can the, dream of. So the uh, the if we the, the just the uh, ask the United States to pull their the troops back, then the, we we don't have the any kind of a, the viable option to mm. protect ourselves enough from the the North Korean threat and. Uh, more importantly, the other uh, we don't have the other uh, effective the means of achieving the other uh, strategic and the uh, the balance in terms of the other. Uh, uh, power politics in the region. Uh, so we need the nuclear umbrella, which the United States has at this recent Seoul Washington summit promised to keep. Uh, uh, the the side one of the side effects, unfortunately, is the delicate balance between uh, U.S. South Korea alliance and, of course, South Korea's relationship with China when it comes to especially economic relationship. Uh, this is an issue that can't be separated when discussing Seoul Washington alliance. The UN administration appears to be of course, tilting towards the U.S. amid the country's blunt push for a grouping of like-minded uh, nations fighting for democracy, which is at the forefront. It does raise China's eyebrows. How can we perhaps mitigate the possible side effects while keeping the alliances strong? Well, we have a little complicating the, uh, the reality that we need to the, the strengthen the, uh, the U.S. alliance because the, the, it has been cornerstone to the, the maintain our security and economic the, the interests. And the meanwhile, as you mentioned, China is the, the very important training partner of South Korea. So we also needed to maintain the, the favorable relationship with China. But the, the, as you mentioned, the U.S. is pushing the, its allies and partners to be sided, sided with the United States uh, in, the, in its competition with China. So we need to have the uh, the more the uh, delicate or the and the sophisticated the, the opinions and the stance between the two part the world powers. Mm. So I think that it's about time for South Korea to establish the uh, the principle the diplomacy based on our own national interests. Mm. So we first needed to focus on strengthening the U.S. alliance to secure our the the national capabilities uh, for the future. Meanwhile, we also needed to the, uh, the maintain the, the good relationship with China. But the, the, when it comes to the, uh, some kind of the, um, the complicating situations, so the, the conflict, conflict situation, then we needed to have the, the, our own the, the policy orientations and the policy stance based on our own national interest. Mm. It means that we can say yes and no uh, at the same time to both U.S. and China based on our own national interest. Mm. And we needed to establish and maintain or strengthen the, uh, the principle of diplomacy based on the, our own national interest and consistently. Mm. And if we have the consistency in that the diplomatic the, the direction, then the, I believe that other countries uh, begin to 
understand what do you want mm. in the, uh, the our relationship with uh, those countries. In fact, that's how both the United States and China has operated with their national interest in mind. If we take a look at the IRA and the CHIPS Act, it clearly prioritizes American interests keeping China in check. And South Korean automakers and chipmakers seem to be the collateral damage. So some experts also want to chime in that the demise of the alliance is inevitable, or at least it's being tweaked as we speak, in fact. Um, do you think the alliance's future is at risk, or do you think it will adapt to the changing times? Well, as you mentioned, um, the, the RK-US alliance, and although the, the, two, to the two countries are very close, and uh, very close friends, and uh, very the, the trustful, trustworthy the partners, but if we uh, let me go the deeper in details, then we can uh, easily find that the, the, we have uh, some kind of gaps and the conflict uh, between the other countries because the, the, the both countries have a little different the uh, the economic their background situations mm-hmm. and interests so we need to need to talk talk and to try to negotiate and to try to the narrow down the gaps uh between the two countries so but the, the meanwhile it's also true that the both countries south korea and the u.s need each other because mm-hmm. the the u.s has got the other foundational foundational the the technologies in the advanced the technologies or high tech industries, and the South Korea is one of the one of the few countries that uh, possessed the, the enough manufacturing the, the capabilities in those important future the, the industries. So both countries need each other very much. Mm-hmm. That's why the, we we can see the, there's a, the opportunity the the, the, the Treat the open the the summit meetings between the two mm-hmm. countries and uh, the various and the the various the, the meetings between the the government officials the very often. So the, the I think that uh, although we have some the the um the conflict or the the little bit the the conflict situations because of the the little bit different national interests between the two countries, but. Two countries needed to maintain their favorable, it's a favorable, their favorable relationships because that kind of the the direction is definitely the favorable or beneficial to both countries. So I expect that the the both countries try to maintain and strengthen the the of all relationships between the two countries and try to resolve the conflicts and the problems that they face uh, in based on the other close communications and negotiations. And with that, Professor Main, we end the interview today. Thank you very much for the insights. Have a great weekend. Thank you. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.